Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. I am your co-host, Wendy Rosenthal, and I am joined each and every week by Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. How are you, Mordecai? I'm good, thank God. How are you, Wendy? Thank God, everything's awesome. Thank you for asking. I'm excited for our session today. Always, every week. And I want to um, thank everyone that is joining us. Uh, we, I want to make sure that uh, we appreciate and we feel the gratitude for you taking the time to join us, better your sleep, better your dreams. And as a result, we also get the energy. So. <laughs> I am seeing a difference. I have to say, there must be enough people who are really uh, enjoying this. So I, I appreciate you all too. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is called 59 parts of the soul. It's a very intriguing topic. And I'm going to let yes. Mordecai start talking about it in just a minute. But I want to remind everybody that we always love to hear from you. Your comments are most welcome. And if we don't get to your comments, or we can't answer your question during the session, we always take a look on our social media pages, and we can follow up with you then. And I also want to remind everybody that you want to stick around for the end of the show for our two very exciting features. The first of which is the language of dreams, where Mordecai shares the symbol of the week so that you can start interpreting your dreams yourself and something to sleep on. Mordecai is committed to helping you have a great night's sleep. And so every week we have tools and ways that you, things you can do to practice just that. So 59 parts of the soul, like I didn't even know we had, like it was all divided up. So I'm very excited to hear about what right. that means. Well, first of all, just to clarify, you know, what comes to my mind when someone says 59 parts of the soul is the 50 shades of gray. It's not the 50 <laughs> shades of gray. Just to I be clear. <laughs> yes. So the, uh, the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, teaches us that, um, I mean, there are different levels within a soul, but the Zohar refers specifically to the number 60, when it comes to our sleep. And the Zohar teaches us that um, we have 60 parts within us, within our soul, that operates this beautiful being. And each one, of course, has a certain job, a certain part, a certain duty. And one of them is called in Aramaic, Kista Dechayuta, which means the spark of life. Hmm. So according to the Zohar, this spark of life, the Kista de Chayuta, is, um, we can correlate it maybe to the heartbeat of the baby in, in its an embryonic state. It's like the, the minimal force of living, the minimal force of existence. So when we go to sleep, 59 parts of our soul leaves us. They leave the physical body. The soul ascends so we can nourish ourselves, recharge the battery, as we explained before. And the kista de chayuta, that spark, remains in the body. So we'll be able, it's like a tracking device. I mean, maybe some people would like to wake up in someone else's body like the <laughs> next day. Uh, oh. But I'm guessing, as my Probably mother not. always says, everyone would like to swim into their own baggage 
if you throw all the ba all those baggages to the water. So I'm guessing we, um, for those of us that like ourselves, like our body, or maybe even those that don't really like our body that much, we would still prefer to go back to this body. I mean, the majority of us. So this is like a safety valve to allow us to return to our rightful body. Well, let me ask this question. Okay, first of all, we've talked about our soul going up and recharging. Um, the part that stays in our body, doesn't that need recharging? Does it like, do the other parts kind of help it? Or is it just, that's its purpose. It's, its purpose is, it doesn't need the recharging because it, its purpose is to stay with us. So it's, it's yes and no. The, that part on one hand, it um, receives constant energy from uh, the source of life, which is the light of the creator. That's on one hand. Yes, when those parts come back, they do give it an energy boost. And at the same time, this part is so fundamental. It's so basic in life that it doesn't get really affected that much from different things that are going on. For example, let's say right now, if someone is confronting you or putting you on the spot, your heartbeat will probably go up, your, your pulse will, will rise. So if we go back to the metaphor that this is like the heartbeat of our body, this kista de chayuda, that spark of life. So it might be very little effect. Okay, so the pulse is running higher, right? Or, but it's really so basic. It's like um, uh, the computer going on, um, uh, how do you call it? Um, it's, it's like a stage. When it goes in sleep mode? Sleep mode, yeah. yeah. The computer is going on sleep mode. Like if you right now try to touch the computer or touch, it won't make any really big effect, but it's just the sleep mode is just to reserve what was there before you, you hit the sleep mode. Okay, so should I even ask the question? What if that little uh, device, that little part of our, our soul leaves? Does that mean we're not here anymore? Yes, so there are people who are um, actually, uh, they pass away with a kiss. That's how the Kabbalists call it. Like they go to sleep and they, um, they don't wake up. That's in the case that the Kista de Chayuta actually left. Actually left together, joined together with the other 59 parts. And, um, you know, it's really... Um, beautiful energy and at the same time we need to remember that when you try to wake up someone that is in deep sleep it's so it's hard. like uh, waking up the dead i mean uh, you know 59 parts are living so the the kista de chayuta is so i don't want to say minimal but it's so basic it's so fundamental i don't want to take away from its power well it sounds so like if it goes away <laughs> <laughs> right, so but it's so fundamental. Really, you cannot, there's no one there when we are going to sleep. And when we wake up someone, let's say they need to wake up and it takes them time, 
is because they need to bring back the 59 parts. That's why it takes time. So the way those things operate is in a beautiful way. The system works in such a beautiful way that the Zohar actually teaches us that yes, it's a, sleep is a one out of 60 parts of prophecy because your 59 parts live to the higher realms and can get answers and clarity and see the future. And it's also one out of 60 parts of the taste of death. Because when we go to sleep and when we wake up in the morning, it's a huge miracle. You know, like, no, we go to sleep and we, we don't even think that uh, tomorrow the sun will not shine. Or maybe if you live in uh, London, maybe it's... Uh, <laughs> hey, don't talk sun about will shine, but there are clouds. <laughs> but we don't have any doubts about it. In a similar way... I think many of us, if not most of us, all of us, uh, don't even think like, you know, maybe tomorrow is not going to happen, God forbid. Well, you know, I think it's so interesting. It's like appreciation, right? Totally. But I, I also I have lots of questions. The first one I want to comment on is the fact that you're right. You know, when you do go to sleep, there is... A, a period of time because you know we all a lot of people wake up a little bit in the middle of the night or you, like you're aware of something but there are yes. several hours where you are you don't know you're not even dreaming you don't like the world around you something could happen and you wouldn't know as if you were not, you're not here you're not there. it almost it's interesting this is my own personal commentary but sometimes that gives me comfort in a way that like i don't mind going to sleep and not knowing so death isn't so scary because I kind of, I feel like I kind of am there every night. God forbid I want to wake up in the morning, but you know, there's that period of time where you're not even aware. It's so interesting. Yeah. And your body and the, reacts the same way. Like you're heavy. You're, you know, like, right. It's amazing how much having your, you know, if people don't think there's a soul, it's amazing how heavy you get when you're asleep and how light you are when you're awake physically. Right. If you didn't right. have a soul, what makes that happen? It's you're the same weight. Yeah. And if you carry the, a, a child, I carry my children sometimes up the stairs to their bedroom and they're, if, when they're sleeping and you feel the body is literally heavier. Totally. Why is that? Because there's no 59 of what lifts it, 59 parts of what lifts the body up, they're gone. Also, another thing is that from the view of the soul, why do we love, why many of us love sleeping? What do we get? We go to sleep and six, seven, eight hours later, we wake up. You lost six, seven, eight hours, right? Like, why do you love sleeping? Why do people love sleeping? I'll tell you why. Because from the point of view of the soul, it's six, seven, eight hours of complete freedom right complete and like there is no limitation from the point of view of the soul in fact the soul knows that the only thing that it needs the body for is to complete its task in the spiritual world but it's like me i don't like uh, driving i don't like driving but i do it if i need to get somewhere the soul doesn't like the being in the body Hmm. but it gets things done 
the body is the only vehicle through which the soul can actually do something meaningful in the world. So it's like, I don't want to say love and hate, but it's definitely like there is ambiguity in the relationship between the body and the soul, which we already covered in the past. But um, it's really a miracle. Every single morning that we wake up, it's a huge miracle. And the question is, do we wake up even thinking like, wow, I woke up. Or we just go into, there's actually a story about a Kabbalist that was late to the morning spiritual meditation and connection. He was an hour and a half late. And the student asked him, Master, why, did, why were you late? And he said, I'm sorry, I woke up in the morning and I was just filled with thankfulness. And I couldn't leave the house before I felt I maximized this thankfulness to the creator that has brought back my soul to my body. Yeah, I, I actually feel that if I think about it immediately when I get up and I try to, and we're gonna, you're going to give a, an exercise for doing that, I, I feel my day is brighter. I feel like yeah. I'm more, I, I can get out of bed faster. I'm more energized, you know? Yes. You do feel, I think you do feel a difference when you, yeah. when you realize that not only what your soul, now that we understand thanks to what you're telling us, what your soul does, but also physically what your body does to wake up. There's so many processes in your body that have to turn on and it happens, you know, automatically. Listen, I have a question for you. Is 60 yes. relevant? Is there, a, is there something special to the number 60 or 59 or why not 75 parts or a hundred parts or something like that? Good question. Um, from the explanations that I've seen in the Zohar, the only thing I can relate it to is um, in the structure of the 10 sefirot, the 10 emanations, the tree of life, where all the light of the creator flows from the highest level known as Keter, the crown, to the physical manifestation known as Malchut, kingdom, there are six emanations, six emanations called the Ziranpin or the small face, that are the filter between the energy of the light of the creator and the physical reality, the physical manifestation. Those six are uh, counted in the Kabbalistic uh, mathematics in tens. Ah, okay. Like the metaphysical reality is counting ones in singular, these ones in tens, and the upper three are in uh, hundreds. So 10 times six is 60, which is connected to the energy of our soul. So there are 60 parts of the soul, but there are also 60 aspects to this small face, to this filter, throughout those six emanations that are counted in 10. So, so this is in a nutshell, yeah. Well, no, but it's, it's interesting. I didn't know if it had a meeting and, and you know, why not more or less? Um, yes, and it's also connected to the energy of Yesod. This is the emanation bridges between the metaphysical and the physical, which is also the sixth emanation in this small uh, uh, face, the filter. I mean, what so you saw this connected to dreams, it's connected to uh, Joseph, the son of Jacob, Joseph the righteous, connected to dream interpretation. So the number six will return a lot, not just 60 parts of the soul, 
but also in different aspects of dreams and dream interpretation. So I find this, and I'm sure our audience finds this so fascinating, but I have to ask like, so what? Okay, so what, how does it help us knowing that our soul, like 59 parts of our soul leave us and one stays? How does that help us in the practical, like everything that you're teaching us and how to better and make our dreams more clear and I know in the future coming weeks, we're going to be talking about stages, but I wanted to ask that question. Right. So I have one word for you, one word for all of us, and it's appreciation. You know, I have a confession uh, that uh, when, I, uh, when we put our kids to sleep, I learned something from uh, one of my colleagues many, many years ago that, you know, we can give our children so many things. We can uh, give them uh, uh, food and shelter and make sure they are protected and make sure that they are uh, receiving everything they need from tuition to extracurriculum to having fun, everything. But when they go to sleep, the only one that protects them is the light of the Creator. It's not in our hands. And I have a part of my confession is that um, after we put our kids to sleep, I sneak in after they're already sleeping and I just watch them. I remember actually telling my kids and my, uh, my middle one said to me, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> You know, that you're standing while we're <laughs> sleeping and you're just watching us. And it's just a meditation for me, for appreciation, for every single day that I get to spend with my loved ones, for every single day that I get to spend with, uh, with me as a being in this physical vehicle. Like, when was the last time we thanked our body? Mm. We thank our body for giving us this beautiful service. So what is this teaching about the 59 parts and 60? Who needs that? The world is appreciation. That I wake up in the morning and I'm full with awe and appreciation. Wow. It's not a given that 59 parts just left me when I went to sleep. Even when we go to sleep, we usually just hit the pillow and we don't remember anything that happened afterwards until we woke up. Right. To appreciate, is it uh, for granted that when I go, when the individual go on the flight, the plane will take off? You know, my brother has um, two degrees in uh, astrophysics and aerodynamics, aerodynamics, and he says to me, I don't want to freak out anyone that is, uh, you know, um, uh, in the flying a lot. But he says to me, you have to understand. And he is very down to earth. He says, it's a huge miracle every time a plane takes off. Mm -hmm. So when our soul takes off from our body, it's even more. Yes, the chances of, uh, God forbid, a plane crashing is worse than winning the lottery but still who wants to win that lottery right so when the person goes to sleep it's a it's the the point of appreciation 
not taking for granted the taking off and also the landing. landing. Okay. This has all been fascinating and I'm, I'm looking forward to the coming weeks because I know we're going to be talking more about this in the process of those 59 parts leaving and how it all works. So right. it's very fascinating. So and we're going to cover the stages in the future sessions. We're going to take one step at a time. We're going to show you the scientific part, but also how it correlates to the spiritual process that is taking place. Very exciting. All right, let's talk about the language of dreams. Today's sleep symbol is? Flying. Many people dream that in one point or another. It's a beautiful symbol that you flying, in general flying, flying above the city or just being able to fly. I haven't, as far as I remember, I haven't met the person that dreamed that they are flying and woke up with a bad feeling. Unless they crushed in the middle of the <laughs> flight, but I, I don't remember anyone that crushed. Right. Flying is very simple, simple. It's, a, it's about flying above a physical limitation. Flying in a dream represents being limitless. And uh, it's, it's funny because we also spoke about the soul leaving the body that the soul doesn't really want it stay in the body, but it know it needs the body to fulfill its mission. So for the soul to leave the physical body, the 59 parts, when we go to sleep, it's really uh, for us, like we feel that we're flying. Mm -hmm. and, um, according to the time of the dream, we can actually calculate when will you be able to fly above the limitation. So the symbol means flying above the limitation and whatever it is that it was connected to, that's what it's uh, symbolizing. So for example, if I dream that I'm flying above uh, my family or I'm flying above the, my workplace or I'm flying above, uh, I had a challenge and then I'm, I'm flying, I managed to fly above that challenge or someone annoyed me, I'm actually flying in relation to this. To so whatever I'm it is. Going, I'm becoming limitless. This situation is going to unlock for me uh, the limitless opportunity. And according to the time we had a dream, we can calculate how long it's going to take for the limitless to, uh, situation to take, uh, to take place. I love it. All right. Everybody out there, don't, that, it's a good point just really Very quickly. Simple. Make sure when you have a dream, when you wake, if you wake up right then, check the time. A lot of people yes. just kind of wake up and have a dream and go, okay, I'll go back to sleep. Even if you don't write it down, it's always good to know what time, right? Yeah. As okay. long as, of course, you don't uh, watch a movie about flying or, or think about flying before, then there's a less chance that this dream is the symbolizing what it is. But if you didn't think about it before, Awesome. This is the, a great, great dream. All right. And it's something to sleep on. So um, we, want us to, we, want, we want to invite you to practice uh, what we spoke about today uh, through gratitude. Really through gratitude, being able to have gratitude when we go to sleep for the process and gratitude when we go when we wake up. 
So we want to focus more on the waking up because um, not that the taking off is, uh, is not a big miracle, but really every time that we wake up in the morning, every day that we wake up in the morning, it's actually a resurrection. We experience a mini resurrection of the dead. Because someone that is sleeping is almost dead. Mm-hmm. 59 parts are gone. So we're going to share with you a very simple Kabbalistic sort of mantra that uh, you can say, it's called Modeani. It's pretty much saying, I'm thankful in front of you, the king of this world, the king, the king, the father of our soul, right? I'm thankful in front of you, the king who is alive and always existing, that you have returned my soul with your energy of compassion. And then we end by saying, Rabbi Munatecha, which is uh, your wisdom, your, uh, your connection, your infinite wisdom, your infinite connection is so vast. So it's really to have awe and gratitude at the same time. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Mordecai. We will have that posted shortly after the show today on all of our social media pages, which I invite you or we invite you to to check them out and to share with your friends. We are on Facebook at the Art of Spiritual Sleep group. You can ask to join that. We are also on Instagram at the Art of Spiritual Sleep. We are also on YouTube. So if you miss any of our shows, you can always very quickly find them all there at the Art of Spiritual Sleep. And finally, we are on several of the, your favorite podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Play. You can check us out there. Um, the, the connection, the mantra that uh, Mordecai is talking about will only be on the social media pages, just so you know. Okay. And this, and is, it, this is the time to, exp- uh, to ex- uh, express my gratitude to you, Wendy, oh. my appreciation that uh, you came to this world as part of you coming to this world, that uh, we get to do this together. I'm really uh, full with appreciation and thankful for the creator with all that uh, you have joined me. And uh, I would say to everyone that is watching us and listening to us, celebrate life because yes, it's a resurrection every time you wake up in the morning, but you also being reborn every day. Every day is a new day. It's a new life. Uh, that's, uh, I think when you see your life that way, it literally little things go away. So thank you for that. Yes. Um, and thank you for your appreciation. It is a merit to be here with you. And I appreciate you equally, if not more. Um, and finally, if you are interested in um, having a dream interpreted or some sleep coaching that Mordecai is available to do, you can reach him at dreams at Kabbalah.com. Have a wonderful week of amazing sleep, everyone. And we will see you soon. Thank you.